Hello and welcome to an episode of Jumpcast, the podcast from the award-winning team behind Jumpcut Online. My name is Dave. Uh, I'm your today's host, and joined joining me and joining me today are Nick. Hi, Nick. Uh, hi. Oh, there he is. And all the way, <laughs> <laughs> and all the way from Team USA, our very special guest is Audrey Fox. Hello, Audrey. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Of course, anytime. Um, and our main review. She's not. She's not finished the podcast yet. That could change dramatically. Yeah, you she, might not yeah. want me back. <laughs> no, I was going to say the other. To be honest, you'd be like, you could be like this. This, this the terrible venture. I'm never speaking <laughs> to these two guys again. Um, We're amateurs yeah. compared to you. No, we're not, mate. We're professionals. Mm. We're cool. Like, you this. have to believe in yourself. <laughs> Otherwise, who else will? That, this is such a Audrey, nice beginning. You, Audrey, do you write like motivational posters? I should. You should do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or like a bumper sticker to stick on that one car that just drove by. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, mate. Carry you, on. you need something to do in isolation. So I think mm-hmm. that's a better job than anything right now. Um, so good luck with that. Um, but like I was saying, today's main review, we're going to be reviewing that massive film, The Hunt, because we've got so many choices to pick from. Uh, I'm pretty sh- so many, so many sweets in the sweet shop at the minute, aren't there? It was either this or Vin Diesel's Blood Sport, Blood Shot, Blood Blood Shot, man. Come on, have you, se- <laughs> have you seen it? Have I seen it? Yeah, yeah, did you watch it? Um, I've, I've, I'd, I thought I'd skip it if I'm completely honest. Um, uh, Vin Diesel's just too highbrow for me. Um, so I just thought it was, it was too much of a sort of an intellectual entry for me. So I missed that boat. Unfortunately, is it, have either of you two seen it? No. No, of course oh. not. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, Vin Diesel. But... <laughs> Audrey's like, I was reorganising my Tupperware, unfortunately, um, so I couldn't do it. And I was probably doing the same, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> I, was, I actually asked on Twitter the other day for good Vin Diesel films, and very few people got back to me about like actual good films. A few people said Save It Private Ryan, which is a good film, but then some people were saying Triple X, and that is not real. That's not right. Is they Saving are... Private Ryan really a Vin Diesel film? I was though? just about to say, Audrey, I was like, that's not entirely accurate, is it? It's like, you know, as much as it was that one German soldier that got shot during the film, it was his film as well. He, um, was, did he any, was in it. Did anybody mention um, Pitch Black? Yes, someone did. Because Pitch Black is a banger of a film, and that's 20 years old this year as well. 20 years? Yes, yes. Wow. So I feel I, old as balls. I watched that on the way to America, Audrey, on a on an aeroplane once. That's uh, a beautiful story. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it I, feels so like inspiring. <laughs> I thought that's just a link between me and you. Uh <laughs> I know I really liked it I wasn't being sarcastic <laughs> I watched that on the way to America <laughs> the delivery mate was exceptional um, I, also, yeah. I also watched American Psycho on the on the same flight so it was a it what was a, a cocktail I would have loved to have seen the person's face who was sat behind you or near you looking at your TV going yeah, so that's, a, that's a weird choice of film man especially because I was on, yeah I think I was only like 15, 16 as well at that point all right, uh, and my third film of the flight was Beethoven Five, so that's a what a combination. <laughs> that is a mad, wild ride. I would be, I would have been, I would have been more alarmed if I was the guy like sat nearby you. I'd have been more alarmed that you'd ended it on Beethoven 
yeah. I'd have been like stewardess can you just can you just get this guy to the back of the aircraft if that's possible because um, he's just mixed like American Psycho with <laughs> canine hijinks yeah especially um, since like doesn't he kill a dog in American Psycho <laughs> so you're like you're like, you're like was, oh now that, that I'm was... thinking about killing dogs let's watch Beethoven um, <laughs> that was, yeah that was the point you know when you know what I could really watch a Beethoven film right now <laughs> I mean, the first two are quite good, but then after that, guys, it doesn't get any better. You're really, you're really selling yourself so far, mate. <laughs> big cinema fan. I'm not, I'm not at all concerned. Um, but yeah, if, yeah, Pitch Black. I would highly like recommend for anyone who's not seen it. That is like the what one. About... Go on. Sorry, carry on. Well, I was about to say, what about the sequels? The, uh, the... Um, the well, that's what I was going to say. So, go on. Pitch Black is the one good Vin Diesel film. Um, before he ran them into the ground, like every, it seems like every avenue he's taken, yeah, because he's so determined to make Bloodshot like a big franchise. At which point Hollywood's gone, nah, mate, I think that's gonna happen. Um, uh, Pitch Black was like, I just love it as like a, a really sort of very tight, like a to, literally A to B film um, that's almost like got a lot of horror elements in it, and he's really imposing in it, which is rare. Yeah, um, it's the one time where he's cement gargling vocal skills like paid off um but yeah it's, and uh, it's gen- but yeah. Gen- genuinely scary that film i found he's yeah it is scary um but yeah missed missed the boat on bloodshot unfortunately but i i did see the hunt that's good because we're reviewing that and wait for this for a, a link uh <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, all with bated breath well we're, we're talking about vin diesel vin diesel's in fast and furious fast right. and furious nine now we on has been push back a year because of the coronavirus and that's what we're going to talk about all right okay i was hoping oh, did you see that connection did you see that connection going it's like a six degrees of, of Ke- um, kevin bacon kevin bacon situation but yeah i, I, yeah. I followed you i'm on your <laughs> I'm on your journey i was hoping for more but okay that um, I like it. <laughs> a whole year though that's like I think is that the is that probably one of the few films so far because I'm sure like listeners are under not like fully aware of Hollywood has completely stopped. Um, Absolutely, but like hasn't hasn't that the one? Isn't that the probably one of the only films at the moment where it's gone like it's actually set a, a time as to when it's coming back? That's it seems like the longest out of majority of that been listed. If I'm not mistaken, because no, like I, Bond's I've... Bond's got November. Yep. And then what else is on the schedule? Well, everything else hasn't been rescheduled as far as I know. Like, uh, That's crazy. A Quiet yeah. Place 2 is just saying it's going to come out when everyone can watch it, whenever that right. is. It's just... Well, so interestingly, from what I think news has recently broke that um, Universal have just said that the majority of the films they released, they've released over the past sort of couple of weeks, they're going to push to home release in like as soon as possible basically is that it? yeah um, I, saw, I saw that yeah uh so that's the likes of invisible man and what else we got Emma. i think i think they they're talking about the the new trolls sequel that's going to get like a home release instead of going to cinemas because no one will be there to watch them <laughs> um but yeah i think it's it's just crazy man and like like what's everyone's sort of perspective on it because i can understand why they're doing it but... yeah I've got to ask Audrey. Audrey, in, in America, are the, are the theatres and the cinemas closed? Like, are they properly, you're not allowed in them kind of thing? Or is it a choice? Because we've just had Boris about an hour ago give us basically the choice that it, we're not meant to go to them, but he hasn't officially said no. 
if that makes sense. Yeah, um, we're in sort of a similar position um, because it's kind of weird here because everything is very decentralized because we have no leadership at the very top telling people what to do. So it's also- Oh my God, like, same here. Yeah, so it's, it's a very different situation than the UK, obviously. Snap. But, um, but, but we are having like a lot of um, restrictions put in place by like state and local governments. So states mm-hmm. are really taking the lead on canceling things. Like I live in Massachusetts right. and- um, as of yesterday, they limited gatherings to no more than 25 people. Um, restaurants and bars are closed. You can only do like takeaway and um, schools wow. are closed. So, oh, schools are closed. Yeah, schools are closed for the next three weeks. Um, so, and, and of course, like this is kind of silly to to like get into specifics right now because i'm sure in 15 minutes it's going to change again but um as of right now um the cinemas are still open i know a few local ones that have made the decision to close completely but i think a lot of the ones near me are doing like 50 percent capacity so that they have right. a lot of space between people but i i think they're mostly i don't see like e- people going like every other seat yeah i think it's more than that or um you know i guess that would make sense but yeah it's um i think they're like trying to use specific sections and um i don't know but yeah they're they're trying but it seems like people are just not going because it's kind of you know russian roulette a little bit yeah it's a little bit scary and we're not quite sure what's going on i have to ask you would you feel comfortable going to the cinema or you know, have, I thought have about you been it dodging over the it? weekend. Um, I was planning to go see a couple movies over the weekend, and then I just was like, I don't need to. And for me, that's big because this is my, I mean, it's my side hustle, but like it is my career of like, you know, seeing movies and reviewing them and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. And so it's, it's a big decision for me to be like, no, I don't feel comfortable with that right now. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like it's probably not, one of the most dangerous activities you can you can do because it's it's you know fairly spaced out like there are not a lot of people in theaters right now so there there are a lot of open seats but just for me like i don't feel comfortable going as of right now so what about you nick yeah i think to sort of follow on from audrey like i'm very much of like the similar similar sort of state of mind at the moment obviously like you've said that you know the fact that we're our cinema's there's no sign of them closing at the moment but like having to go to see the hunt on i think i went on saturday yeah and i was i was i'll be you know i was it's weird i was fine i was fine it sounds so drastic it sounds such a dramatic sort of way of saying it but i was like i was fine on the way there and when i finally sat down i was like i don't feel comfortable being here all right like it just felt i I don't know i think i don't know if you know everyone's reacting very differently and i can completely appreciate it but like i just i don't know there was something where i was like and you know and it is that you know we can't deny there is that situation of you know you hear you hear someone cough and you're like wicked great (laughs) this will be fun um and i think as well one thing that was completely irrelevant and has nothing to do with it but was really concerning for me and it just made me feel a bit uneasy was a woman came in like halfway through the film and sort of proceeded to walk up the aisle like step by step looking down aisles and I was like and you know you're trying to casually sort of watch the film and ignore it and she she sort of went step by step looked up an aisle at the front then one in the middle then one then went right to the back and then walked back down and left and I was like well that was that was perfectly normal did anyone um, else was, see her? 
is yeah. my question. Don't say that. Why are you... <laughs> <laughs> That's not cool, Audrey. <laughs> um, well, the worst thing was, so it was like five minutes past. Yeah. And then she came back in with a torch. What? And I was like, what is happening? Like, this is not cool. And then um, she went, she did the same thing and then walked out and then she didn't come back. And again, now, you know what, Audrey, I'll be completely honest now that I think about it. I don't know if anyone else did see her. Um, but thanks for that question of sanity. Well, uh, you know, moving on. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm wondering maybe if she's like a ghost from like plague times haunting the area. Oh, I'm, oh. Wow, I'm, I'm, so gl- I'm so glad I did this podcast with yeah. you. <laughs> that is dark. Yeah. This is why people don't invite me back. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine why. Um, but yeah, so uh, light, so yeah. yeah, so we're all we're all basically just sat wondering what to do. Yeah, because um, I love going to the cinema. It's literally my favourite pastime. And I just sat there, like you did the other day, Nick. I just sat there with my hands in my pocket, trying not to touch anything, because I'm still. Well, not... that definitely that wasn't me, man. I had the I had the whole hazmat suit on. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there was a, there was a really safe. good deal on Amazon, so I just thought, you know, um, why not? And no one thinks you look like an idiot at the moment. They no, think... no one, no one. Um, I couldn't actually see that much because of the, the, the fog on the glass sort of sort of impaired my vision. Um, but yeah, I can I can try and talk about Hunt, but it was quite steamy from what I saw. Quite steamy. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Um, but yeah, you said that sounded like a Carry On film. It's like quite steep. Audrey, do you even know Carry On? Have you even, have, have you heard yeah, of like Carry On films? Yeah, yep, uh-huh. I have. Yeah, they, oh. that was that was a hundred percent like a Carry On. Quote. And what's your, and which um, one's your, which one's your favourite? <laughs> I, I, I don't have a preference. Carry On Cleopatra, Carry On Camping. I'm... You're just showing off listing them just because you know the names. I, uh, that's about as far as I got. I did two, and that impressed uh, you. So you're very easily <laughs> impressed. I am very impressed. You could just put like things on the end of Carry On, like Carry On Bus, Carry On Car, and it does sound like it's a That's Carry On the... film. Mate, you're you could have helped that franchise thrive. I'm surprised it hasn't been like you know redone or uh, revived. Revived. I think it's definitely. I think it's definitely a product of I, its time. I swear there was a rumor a few years ago, and Audrey, you won't know who this person is, but it was meant to have like Shane Ritchie in it. Oh God. Um, no, no, that's no. no, 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 I really wanted to jump and be like, yeah, I do. I know who yeah, that is, but I, I, know I, I do Shane not. Ritchie. So. Audrey, that's what I'm like when um, people talk to me about football and I'm just like, yeah, what, what was that ref thinking? No, all that stuff. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I, come I, on, just, like, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Sea of eyes? He, I don't know. He, yeah. <laughs> he walked it in. What was he doing? They should have had him, sent him off. What was Wenger thinking? I know. <laughs> there you go, the classic. The yeah. classic. Oh, Walcott. Uh, <laughs> it's like the IT crowd. Uh, I've done ask you, of all the films that have been so far postponed, which yeah. ones are you least or you most disappointed about? And what ones are haven't yet been postponed that you're a bit worried that they are going to be pushed back? Uh, so, like. Or just hit the lead. Ladies first. Um, so of the ones that have already been postponed, um, I'm not like super broken up about any of them really. The biggest one I think for me is 
um, Quiet Place 2, not because mm. I, I mean, I liked the first one. I'm fine with it. But really, I was excited about seeing it because they filmed it in sort of like where I grew up. And Ooh. they bought a gazebo from my dad to put in the film. <gasps> Whoa, um, that's crazy. So I'm like, oh, I got to see that gazebo. Because um, <laughs> my dad like makes lawn, lawn furniture and sells it. And like, that's his business. Um, and yeah, so they came to the shop and, and ordered a gazebo for it. Just, so. just the one? As you do. Just the one gazebo? Oh, I'm gonna just have to... one. Just yeah. Can you describe one. it to I us? Think, so... I'm hoping that it's like acting is gonna happen in it and it's not just like a background thing, but so... Well, you know what? Interestingly, I'm thinking, because if I recall the trailer, there's a bit where Killian Murphy's like running through a picnic. Mm-hmm. So that would that's that's prime yeah. gazebo location. Oh my yeah. god. Hiding out in a gazebo. What folks like if you you know when it finally arrives, just keep an eye on that that gazebo, man. Like, yeah. Just remember, like, and if you like it, you can order one (laughs) from Fox's Lawn Furniture in East Aurora, New York. (laughs) Just, just subtle promotion there, Audrey. (laughs) That so smooth. You see, the thing is though, like, you can make back me up. There'll be we'll be able to sit there watching it, and whoever we're with be like, I know who uh, who made that gazebo. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like a trade insider. Yeah, yeah. Like I've, uh, I've, I know the the girls. Daddy who owns that. Is high quality. But it's like I'm like that. I'm gonna be that with um another another one that I'm I'm particularly annoyed about. I am annoyed about a quiet place getting like pushed back because I love the first one, um, and I was really excited for the second because and I think the biggest frustration as well is that the majority of films that have been press have seen that now we won't see for months. Yeah. So like Mulan, Quiet Place, um, they they're like the two sort of top ones. But I'm really annoyed that like not not annoyed, but like under you know it's sort of kicking the teeth that um, the Batman's been uh, held off for yeah. two weeks filming. I think it's gonna be longer. Currently two weeks. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely gonna be longer for loads of films. But you know, Audrey to a probably well, it's it's not as good as a, a gazebo. Um, <laughs> but what is um, I love that uh, word the Batman the Batman was filmed in Glasgow where I live so I'm just like wee that's cool and then now I've got to wait to, to you know be like I live there so that's not that's that's kind of an upset me a bit yeah and also the fact that the Batman looks fucking great um, yeah wow yeah that's a big one and I feel like the part of it that I haven't really fully processed yet is all of the movies that are going to be delayed just because they haven't finished filming yet. Um, yeah. Because I think like that ripple effect of like, okay, well, all these films are going to be on hiatus for the next two to three months at least. Yeah. Um, so that's going to have a huge impact on on what comes out in the fall and like what goes to festivals if there are yeah. festivals ever again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry, okay. I'm in a I'm in a dark place right now. But, um... no, it's, just, it's it's one of those things you'll be able to tell your grandkids about. You know, it's like there was a time, kids, where we just we just went and there was just loads of films on, and we just saw loads back to back, and they'll be like, "You're crazy. You're a crazy old person." I, I am. Um, I am quite excited about that period when it's just going to be like wall to wall blockbusters and films. Yeah, that's. But I'm also the next few months are a bit of concern for the whole industry as a whole and independent cinemas and all that. Jazz. And, and the like, world and the world obviously a little bit and festivals because it's South by Southwest got cancelled right yeah Trebekah cancelled were you meant to go yeah. both of them 
I was supposed what? to go to both of those. Well, I was supposed oh. to cover South by Southwest remotely, and then I'm I was my I always go to Tribeca. Um, that's closed. Boston Independent Film Festival is not happening. Um, like all of the festivals that I go to, which yeah. is good. I mean, I'm glad that they're closing and not waiting. Um, and I'm glad that South by Southwest sort of took the lead because honestly, I don't know if you would have gotten that rush of closures had they not been the first ones to sort of be like, you know what, we're just not doing this right now. Mm. Um, so yeah, but it's very uncertain time, I think, for everything. Because <laughs> they're gonna, I think they're gonna well cancel cans in the next week or so. Oh, so they have to. I can't. They have they're to. gonna they're gonna can it. <laughs> yeah, I went there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Guys, guys, if we've not got puns, what have we got? If we know? can't laugh through this, then yeah, we might as well just give up now. Yeah. And so far, we're doing all right. But that was that pushed me, Nick. Sorry, mate. Sorry. No more puns. No more puns. No puns. Are, puns are fine. You keep going. Uh, <laughs> keep trying. Fine, I guess. I, I will. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, the most film I was probably looking forward to, and I know we were slagging him off at the beginning of this podcast but i was actually looking forward to fast and furious 9 yeah and i and i can't believe they've put it back a whole year i was looking forward to the bond and i thought that was gonna november was a a bit of a delay mm. um but i'm most concerned about and i know it's not out until july and I, people have listened to this podcast before uh, it's, it's top gun maverick i can't wait any longer for that film i need to see it i need to see it have you got have you got the need for speed, mate? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll just, you know, that's just, you put the brakes on, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't wait for it. I'm upset. I'm I'm a bit annoyed about um, Fast and Furious 9 as well, to be honest. And also, do you, do you think we're ever going to see the new mutants ever come out? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Does, it, know? does it really exist? Um, Is this a, just it, one, I mean, one big conspiracy and a big cover-up that it never actually finished filming? I mean, it's, it's extreme, but I wouldn't put it past I Disney. Think, I think we've got more likelihood of seeing an eclipse than we've got seeing New Mutants. I, or or if, it, if they happen, if they coincide, then it's a sign. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna end up being like Jerry Lewis's like concentration camp clown movie where it just like sits in a bunker somewhere yeah. um, and like no one ever sees it but like people know it exists and they probably yeah. screen it at parties for like super super <laughs> rich people just to like be like oh I saw the movie that no one else saw um, yeah I don't know yeah it'll be, it'll be like it'll be the myth that goes around places of like hey my brother's mates, cousins, uncle's got the new Moons film. When you're like, nah, on, v- on VHS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a mate. I had a mate once at school. You know, how the, you've always got one mate who was just polite in the most polite terms, absolutely full of shit. Yeah. Um. He once told all of our, all of the group of mates we were in that he had broadband on disc. He had broadband internet on disc when that was first starting out and I like we sort of were confused as to how that was a thing um, but yeah he, uh, he claimed it was when like the transition from dial up to broadband was happening and he said oh yeah I've got it under disc so I never found it I never saw it but apparently he did um, how that's physically possible but, hey, he's I, a wow. liar and I hope you never let him forget it <laughs> um, well I, I'll be honest I don't speak to him much anymore in fact I haven't spoken to him in years but yeah probably because he told the world he had broadband on disc um, if you're listening but you feel like a dick now don't you yeah we all um, know secrets <laughs> out you lied 
<laughs> you mm. anonymous person that I will never meet. <laughs> Name and yeah, shame. Very weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm no, I'm not naming and shaming him because he's yeah, it you know, that's he knows secretly. He's listening to this now. He, he knows, knows what he did. What he did. He knows what he did. He knows what he did. And he'll be sat at home looking at his disc that's got broadband written on permanent marker, crying because um, he. I'm going off on a tangent here, folks. Sorry, this is not a therapy session. I do apologise. <laughs> we should try and get back on track. Uh, Certainly. So, I just your final thoughts. What do you think the implications are going to be uh, of the whole thing? Uh, and when do you think it's all going to be okay? Give me some positive news. Oh, mate, that's a that's not the question for this sort of podcast, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? I'm thinking like. I'm trying to figure out how long till we start selling each other's organs and pretty soon, you know, yeah, and like somebody starts playing guitar with like flames coming out of it, a la Fury Road. Um, <laughs> but we'll we'll see. Um, hopefully, I've not just predicted the future. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Did you know? Let's just look. Yeah. Did you know it's twenty? On, so carry on. Did you know it's twenty-five years since Outbreak came out? Apparently, that that can't be a coincidence, <laughs> can it? <laughs> what a link. <laughs> Keeping it light. I did, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your What's your watch list looking like at the minute on your TV? Is it like Outbreak, I Am Legend, Twenty Eight Days Later, Mad Max, Sound of Music, your Mega Man, and <laughs> yeah, anything the, oh, the Mega Man's a great film, by the way. Anything Enderworldish, really. Mm-hmm. I love those disaster movies, but Outbreak was a class film. It was Cuba Gooding Jr. having like a panic attack, and I think he gets it, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I know Rennie Russo does. She definitely gets the the disease uh, oh. from the monkey. Um, I always wanted to see um, the um, outbreak to the virus takes Manhattan in Friends. You know, with like yeah, 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 yeah. when Julia Roberts and Jean Claude Van Damme turn up for random reasons. I that's the film I always want to see. That's Audrey. That's the other film that rich people pass around and watch. Yeah. Like that. Just hundred percent exists. Yeah. <laughs> Class, so classist, you know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, um, but yeah. Again, back to the mate, question. You've got to you've got to get this train back on track because we're just going off on one. So back to the question: When do you think it's going to be over? <laughs> when do you think what? It's going to be over. Yeah, yeah, over. Humanity. <laughs> oh man, this is too deep. No, okay, this is too so, deep for this right. podcast. Look, I can provide my professional opinion. Um, yeah, predict. And I predict. work at Harvard School of Public Health, so it is a professional opinion. <laughs> okay. So, uh, everything I've been hearing is like, uh, the, it, like everything's going to peak in probably a month, um, month and a half, um, and then it's sort of like this this trajectory where I feel like we're going to have a year to a year and a half where things are just kind of weird wow um, yeah i think it's going to be weird for a long time um i think it's right. not going to be as apocalyptic as it is right now for a year and a half but i do think things are going to be weird for an extended period of time and probably longer than most people are anticipating um that is what i have take of it what you will i do not have a phd in epidemiology but that is my feeling. Well, it's funny you mention that, Audrey, because uh, no, I don't know. Either. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, though, news just come in. Uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have left the hospital after their coronavirus uh, diagnosis. Well, um, that is positive. To leave, they um, are now continuing to self-isolate at a rented home in Australia. So that's so yeah. Well, so every that's time. Good. Um, that's good. What about Idris? Yeah. 
Didn't he just... Oh, man, I was trying to pick the thing up. What are you doing? <laughs> I just drag it back down. It's 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 really shit. Everything's shit. It's this shit. Is shit. Um, should we talk about the hunt? Let's, yeah, let's... Everyone, just be safe and wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> You've got to do it. Stop. You've got to do it in your best trailer voice. I was about to do it in my trailer voice. All right, cool. Fair enough. Okay, here we go. Here we go. In a world. Do you want me to do backing music, mate? What is backing music to that? It's like... Yeah, do that. Twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. They don't know how, why they've been chosen, but they have been chosen for a specific reason. The hunt. There we go. Did you get any of that? Yes. Basically, it's like... It's a little bit like Hunger be, Games, but be yeah. honest, Audrey, you weren't that bothered about the film, and now you are. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's no. it's directed by uh, a man called uh, Craig Zobel. Zobel, Zobel. I'm trying to make him sound more exotic than he actually, I think, it is. <laughs> um, who's done a lot of TV, it seems, and he did a, f- a film a few years ago called Zed or Zed for Zachariah. Uh, Zed for Zachariah. With Margot Robbie and Chris Pine uh, in so, it, so probably Z for Zachariah then. Uh, it depends. It depends oh, where we, we go. Depends where, where we land. This is on. how it starts. <laughs> the, the Great Divide. Z or Z? Okay. Z. Should we settle on Z? Z for Zachariah. That's, yeah. That's in the middle somewhere, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And it starts. It stars. Uh, Correct me if I get any of these names wrong. Okay, it's got Hilary Swank in it. Uh, that is the name. That, that is the big name attached to this movie. Uh, there's Betty Gilpin, who plays Crystal, who is from Glow, Netflix Glow, which I've watched at least two episodes of, and I quite enjoyed it, and I don't know why I never carried on watching it, to be honest. Uh, it's got uh, Emma Roberts in it, Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that's a jump cut favourite, that programme. Uh, and Ethan Supley plays Gary. Any of those names? Cool. Any of those cool names? Gary. Yeah, g- fuck you, Gary. Uh, <laughs> any of those names get you excited and want, make you want to watch the film anymore? Um, sure. I, I mean, I like, like, probably everyone you listed I like, but... Oh, that's good. I don't that, know. That is good. That's enough. I'm going to ask uh, my friend Nick here to give us a small uh, description of how he thought the film was. Loosely, not going spoilerific in it, but just heavens no. Just try and that's just not what we're about. Just try and sell it to Audrey and our listeners. Oh, it's oh, you, no, no pressure then. Um, so, well, I, I went in and I was, I was, I don't know, not expecting the most. Um, purely because it, it like exactly what you've said it, it was very sort of comparable to Hunger Games I was getting a Purge vibe mm. um, and Battle Royale obviously um, and I think to be honest that was exactly what it did however um, I think from the, from the trailer it was very sort of the, tra- the trailer was very deceptive um, because within the first sort of 10-15 minutes uh, it continues to sort of mess with your predictions um, at great length and gory length um, and 
But the, the issue that I had from there, though, was whilst that's great to see, and whilst it was quite like, you know, who doesn't like someone's head popping um, from various like different methods? That is, uh, that is true. That is true. You know, um, if you're not down for that, then you're just a bit weird. Uh, but I, I think, I think my interest sort of waned as the film progressed because my issue that I've got with it is that whilst it's clearly trying to make a statement of, you know, you've got, you've got certain characters um, carrying certain traits that don't necessarily that conflict with what your estimations are. Mm-hmm. So in the sense that you know. With the prey and the predator, I think with with this particular film, in com- mentioning sort of the comparisons to the, to the Purge, like the hunters, you would expect because unfortunately that's how you know the common sort of portrayal is. They are usually it would be far right wing, trigger happy sort of folk that you know are down for the job. When in fact it's the reverse, and the prey are you know um, sort of Second Amendment pro like bad things very sort of you know very heavy yeah very heavily sort of leaning in that direction um and you know and then you've got very far very leftist um predators essentially that are you know are the hunters um my problem with it is that whilst that's really clever to do and to sort of go you know not everything is it seems and people have wrong sort of different perspectives it put itself in a corner by doing that because Besides Betty Gelpin's character, yeah, and even she was a struggle. There were very few characters that I could connect with, and actually thought these are all despicable people that I'm not really enjoying watching them either <laughs> get their comeuppance, or you know there was nothing. It was it was fun. It, it felt fun for gory sort of schlocky sort of fun, but then the message that it was trying to send very much got like lost in translation. And I don't know, mate, if you're on the same sort of. I, perspective as me yeah, or I'm with you I'm not quite sure what the film wanted to say it was just so muddled with all its views and it just had maybe too many ideas from too many people to uh, really get across what the point of it I've got big oh, I've got issues with it personally I, there's not enough hunting in the hunt to warrant it be called the hunt <laughs> false advertising false advertising uh, well yeah it just the first I think 15-20 minutes maybe are good and then it just yeah it, it it really lacks and the the end's quite strong but there's a big bit in the middle that I was just oh well I, I was looking for that ghost woman in my cinema screen to be honest Nick at this point <laughs> um, yeah it, it seemed to take a long it got it went from like getting from like A to B it was just a lot it, it it was like we know I think I think it sort of again sort of set up its own traps in the sense that it 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 does something at the very beginning that's to well not to spoil but to spoil is you see certain people turn up and it continuously like tries to surprise you and does to an extent but then as a result you've you sort of go right okay i know the game we're playing here so as a result i'm not really yeah i'm expecting that i'm expecting the unexpected for the wrong reasons, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's not it's not as clever as it thinks it is in any way, at any point. Um, I have to ask, did did you find it entertaining? I think I think it did have some entertainment moments. Like I say, I think um, uh, Betty Gilpin's character, like I actually did sort of enjoy to a point, and I think her. So 
Audrey, there's like a really hefty like showdown between her and Hilary Swank um, in the final act, and they have like a you know hmm. a fight that would make John Wick go, "Ooh, that looks like it's gonna sting." Um, <laughs> and it's really brilliantly done. And again, even that in sort of it, it, it sort of encapsulates the whole objective of what the film was trying to do of complete con- con- continuously messing with your expectations. Some of how some of the how how that set piece is done and certain um things that are put into it you know basically the not to spoil it but like betty gilpin sort of scraps with hillary swank in a kitchen and hillary swank uses the blade from a fruit processor (laughs) as like a defense (laughs) and it's like that's really clever and quite creative and particularly how it's used in the film um but it, it was still just not i feel like in 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 smarter hands this could have been a much better film um and i think it's i'm almost it's you know it's okay personally i thought it was okay i'm a bit annoyed that that's probably the last film i would have seen in a cinema for a while (laughs) jeremy like yeah i would have it's weird there's been there's to say like so bloomhouse have brought out three films in the past three weeks before that it was fancy fancy island which was terrible um and the invisible man which is massive like just so good and folks you can listen to that on the podcast from two weeks ago that i was on and then wasn't on um but but yeah like it's those it's just i would have i would have preferred sort of a switcheroo i'd have preferred to go fancy island the hunt and invisible man and ended it on a really good note but unfortunately that doesn't look to be the case um so yeah, yeah. but yeah mate what were your are you, are you were you leaning anywhere close to sort of enjoying it at all i or are you just <sighs> I, I enjoyed the like I said I enjoyed the opening ten minutes and the and the chaos that that uh, created and was but then I just wanted I wanted that for an hour and a half I wanted people actually hunting each other uh, right. and not to there's a part the hunters don't even leave the bunker I don't think uh, so it's a lot of uh, is that, one does one goes out to take a leak and uh, the I don't know if your your audience was the same. But um, Audrey, there was a joke about hand sanitizer that got far more bigger laugh than it should have purely because of current events. Um, and it was just like it just carried on. Like people would just continue. It's like oh, you know, it was like oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Whereas had it not been released, if this film had come out when it was actually meant to come out, that would have not got the laugh. It was it, it actually ended up with. Um, that's probably yeah, true. That's, yeah. yeah, that's probably so. True. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm. I, uh, what's what's you? gone what's your verdict like out of five out of five i would put it towards a, am i allowed to do half it's my podcast yes i'm allowed to do a half yes two and a half i would say two and a half okay yeah i would not go any above any more of that it was like you said the fil- a f- film that last film i'm going to see for a while in a cinema i wish it was something better than the hunt and i also had quite big expectations for this because i quite enjoyed the trailer I know, right. and I know you shouldn't get excited from a trailer, but this, I like. You can get excited from a trailer, man. Well, I suppose it's meant to be the job of it, but I really had high hopes because I like the concept. I know it sounds a bit dark, but people hunting people. <laughs> Jesus, that does sound dark. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. You, you carry on. You were, I'm, if you sorry, want to see I, a film I lost like it this, from just... you watching American Psycho and Beethoven, but now yeah, carry on with your. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch a better film, go watch Battle Royale or something like that. With just as just yeah, a lot. Yeah does this a lot better and probably has a, something better to say about it than the, this film. I think I think I'd be a bit more generous. Like I I thought it was okay. I thought Betty I, I, I thought Betty Gilpin was brilliant. 
If she yes, if she's if she wasn't in this she's film, she's mastered the art of um, she's mastered the art of bulldog chewing a wasp. Yes, um, she just looks constantly pissed off for two hours, and and she can fight. Um, she can properly. She can fight very hard. Yeah, <laughs> um, she's yeah, she's, really she's very believable. Uh, yeah, as as this. Um, I would I would personally I'd give it a three. You know, um, I think it was all right, and I'd watch it again. Um, when it arrives on Netflix, along with every other film that's probably going to arrive next week because they just need money. Exactly. Um, I'd say, Audrey, you can watch this in your home from next week for nineteen. Yeah, that's crazy. For nineteen ninety nine, uh, this will be available oh. from video oh, on demand. So, well, that's that's you know. So from our from our sort of stern and in depth sort of analysis from both sides, where do you sit now, Audrey? Would you watch it if you had the chance? Okay, so no, but not because of any, not because you guys couldn't convince me. I feel like I what immediately put me off um, when I was watching the trailer and sort of hearing everything about this is, like, as an American, has gone through yeah. a lot of political stuff over the past couple of years. For me, whatever do you mean? I mm. like uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> honestly I could not even put it into words without my face exploding um <laughs> which happens in this film <laughs> there you go um yeah i i was just immediately turned off by like sort of the what i perceived to be the political messaging in it and maybe there's like twists and stuff that make it not come across this way but i was just getting the vibe where it was it felt like it was validating all of the like trump supporting conservatives like mm. in their feeling that liberals are out to get them that from the trailer i don't know well, what this, happens in this movie but no it's int- it is interesting you say that because that i think that's the thing it's sort of it's trying to do of it it tries to show like essentially there are two sides to every story and there's two sides to every opinion mm-hmm. um and it just it's effort to do that it's just it's so miscalculated it's untrue amen um but <laughs> because <laughs> those like preach me, yeah. um, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's it's just it's that thing of it, it's there are moments where it's like oh that's quite clever and some of the writing is okay but not as sharp as it could be, um, and for that reason you are just sort of going I just I want the, I want the body count to be over and done with just so you know it's, it, it can finish. It's got three good scenes. It's got the beginning. It's got a scene in like uh, uh, I've forgotten the word of it. A, not a diner, a petrol station kind of thing, a little shop, which is pretty cool. And then it's got the end. And if you can just miss out everything out in the middle, it, you, it'll be just the same kind of movie. Now, if they put that on the DVD case when that comes out, then that's pretty much done, really. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what. I think Lucy reviewed it. I'm not quite sure. What, uh, she gave it for our, our website, but hopefully it's no, not above three. <laughs> drum drum roll. But she what might she might really liked it, and I you know that's the, the good on That's the beauty about cinema. Not everyone has the same taste. Uh, so yeah, and I feel like things play differently too to different audiences. Like just from where I'm coming from, like in my, yeah. like, I, I just think it totally plays different in the, in the U S versus the UK because there's just not that baggage attached to it. Like, 
second amendment stuff and mm. like all that is like really weighs heavily on it i think here and it's probably yeah. not yeah. as uh, not as personal of a topic anywhere else i about to say i think it has more to say about america than it probably does the uk this film at this time uh, to be fair though i'd love you know if they've as they've done like a purge sort of different locations or whatever i'd love to see them do a hunt in england that would be hilarious it might be possible um, just just imagine like a bunch of like I too, I too, football uh, hooligans on the run. I'd oh, watch that. that. Be, Danny Dyer will definitely turn up. That'd be amazing. Um, and also to clarify, um, Lucy gave it three. Three. So okay. she does in fact know what's up. She does. Because um, so she's, she's bloody good egg that Lucy. Yeah, she nailed it. I bet the review's brilliant. I've always liked her. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. Uh, I do what I do love. I do love the Blumhouse way of making films though recently. The whole that I think this has probably had a budget of about five million or something, like the rest of them, and then uh, and it makes loads of money. I haven't seen Fantasy Island. That was rubbish, was it? It was pants, mate. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the original. I didn't even know it was from a remake, to be honest. So is the TV? Is, oh, Audrey back is up. Is it? A t- was it a TV series? Is that right? I think so. Or if yeah, yeah, like it's it's like an island, and there's the there's a fantasy. There's the guy. Yeah. I I think it's yeah. And, and, and after the success of The Invisible Woman, because I think that's made quite a bit of money. Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Sorry, sorry. They're, they're do, doing, I think they're going to pre, pre, press along, push along with other monsters, aren't they? They're, there's a rumour that Dracula's coming. Uh, yeah, he is He is a coming. He is a um, coming. Well, on top of that, um, Elizabeth Banks was actually lined up to make a, an Invisible Woman film. I don't know if following the success of, of Invisible Man, they probably they might have to tweak it and because how the fact how of how Invisible Man ends could there could be very well be an Invisible Woman, but it yeah. might be the one Elizabeth Banks was planning to do. Um, but that's one Bloomhouse film that we do approve of. But unfortunately, The Hunt is definitely not. That, well, it is and it isn't. If you want, you know, if you've got nothing better to do, yeah, but that's it, what we'll say. Is it enough to risk your uh, health at the moment to go to cinema and watch it? Would you definitely not? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> definitely go. no. And I think we should leave it on that. Stay home, isolate. <laughs> There's better things on Netflix. Well, that's all we're gonna. I don't know what we're gonna review on next week's episode. Which Audrey, I think you're meant to be. Uh, hosting and you're meant to be reviewing a quiet place too. Yo, that's and it could to actually be, be a week. very quiet place. Yeah, <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> just, just do a really long gap of silence. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> be like, so what did everybody <laughs> think? And just put like a tumbleweed sound effect in, mm. or like a windy breeze, and just very yeah. meta podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do like best Disney movies ever and just talk about disney i would do that got anytime we got to fill the time right. somehow me me and dave better get a shout out for just helping you like light the spark <laughs> mm. yes i've just i will sing you're my together. inspiration um, and it'll be beautiful oh, oh that's gonna be so good <laughs> is there is there anything else because a lot of people are gonna have a lot of free time is there any movies new or old or tv series that you think now is a good time for people to catch up on or re-educate themselves? So I'm of several minds in this. Um, First, I feel like comfort TV and movies are always good when you're stressed out and nervous about stuff. So, I mean, for me, like that's Back to the Future, that's big, that's Star Wars, um, stuff like that. Um, I also like am trying to make this time 
that I'm, I'm, I'm working from home um, and I'm trying to make this time like useful for my cinematic education um, and like trying to catch up on yeah. older films that I haven't seen before. The problem that I'm finding is that I just don't have the attention span right now because I'm freaking out about stuff all the time. So I just can't focus on things that I haven't already seen. So I'm kind of like sticking to stuff that I'm very, very familiar with. I've got the remedy for that, for the concentration thing. Is it Outbreak? Is it, like, um, Speed? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's in terms of in terms of concentration. Uh, have you got your phone nearby? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. Right, okay. So, have you... Where's the nearest window? Um, it's, Where is this It's going? pretty close. Cool, just throw your phone out the window. Uh, just do it. Just throw it no, straight out there. No, but I can't. All right. Yeah. See. You're not allowed to open the There's your problem. There's your problem. Um, I've got. You know what? Come to me and think of it. I've got like a fair list of. Um... I I I, uh, I think people should really get like, uh, John Carpenter films. I. Uh, oh, interesting. Just because at work recently I did Assault on Precinct Thirteen, and that is an absolute cracker of a film. And I love the music because it's pretty simple and it just goes like this. Dun da 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 dum. Dun, da, 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 dun. Dun, da, 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 dun. all the way through and I, I love it uh, have you guys seen a song Precinct 13 and don't say the remake <laughs> I don't think so oh, oh wow wow um, I've mate I've seen it and very good film I think it's his very good I think it's his best and then you can do the Ooh. and then you can do the fog and you can do escape from New York not from not the other one you don't have to do the other one uh do the thing. The oh, do film. the thing. Great. Yeah. The thing's a great entry about isolation, which will be really Oof. exactly will not sort of plague your mind at all. Yeah, I don't know if um, I'm in the right headspace for that right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Um, I'm trying to think what I put on. Beethoven five. The best. <laughs> well, mate, I've got to watch the first four. Yeah. Now. Um, I, I don't want to have to play catch up. Um, what well, I would in terms of television, um. Because I feel like a TV series will be a good shout because then you could just like, just line it up and just go all day watching something. Yeah. Um, my sort of go-to shows are like The Sopranos, The Wire, um, Parks and Rec. Actually, Parks oh, yeah. and Rec's a nice, a nice. That's how so you can see how a government's supposed of. to function. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. With Johnny Karate <laughs> dealing with issues. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think to be honest, actually, one of my favourite episode um, of Parks and Rec is where they all get sick, and just the image of Rob Lowe looking in the mirror at times <laughs> stop pooping will always make me laugh. Um, and uh, Leslie sort of stands. There's one point where Leslie stands up. Oh no, she's sat on a bench and she's like, "If I was sick, can I do this?" And they're like, "What do you think you're doing?" She's like, "I'm not doing cartwheels." Always makes me chuckle. Um, so yeah, Parks and Rec would be my go-to sort of thing, and good place as well, actually, to follow. Oh up. yeah, I've got to finish that. I'm, I'm like, honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Right now, I'm like starting down Abby over again because I just need something oh. stupid and that I can just <laughs> stupid. I mean, just like uh, something that's not gonna tax my brain is what I. Um, you know, it's, I, I love Downton Abbey. I've seen it so many times, but like I'm rewatching it. But also, if you haven't watched Mad Men, like this is your prime opportunity oh, to watch yes. like my Great favorite show. TV show of Great all time. I, I, I tried watching it once and I just couldn't get into it. 
it's just uh oh, what's that is that so dave this is what i was gonna ask is that yeah. mad men or downton abbey uh i've watched more downton abbey but i've definitely watched mad men over it because i really didn't like my dad abbey i really didn't but like did it did you well this is this is it right so i feel like it's crazy how audrey on your side of the pond you guys absolutely love downton abbey over here it's just not i feel like it's just not well, as big I think I know why, um, and I can explain it to you. Um, it's because we <laughs> Crack on. got rid of uh, royalty and nobility here, and then we were like, "What did we do? <laughs> who are our like, who are our like social ideals now?" So now we're like all super fascinated with royalty and nobility and stuff like that because we don't have it here. So it's like new and novel for us. Yeah, but you've got the Kardashians, isn't that the same thing? I don't know. You've got a royal now. She's American, isn't she? I mean, right? yeah, but we don't have like yeah. a culture where we just have no, this, this upper class. This, I mean, we do, but it's not like they don't have names. They don't have like titles. There's no, no. there's no like Duke of Bridgeport, Connecticut. It's not, that's not a thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'd watch that show. That's actually probably um, a really good idea. I'll write it while I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just I've never watched an episode I've never watched an episode of Downton Abbey I, I watched an episode um, when a few years back or in, uh, first season actually I made my friend watch Doctor Who and I watched uh, Downton Abbey and then we were like will you carry on and they said no and I said no so both of us were miserable <laughs> and now you don't speak <laughs> <laughs> yeah shame um, yeah, I've. You know what? I could start Dance Nabby. That could be a thing it's I could do. Very well produced, just soapy fluff nonsense. It's oh yeah, just, it looks great. It looks know. amazing. Uh, Was the film good? It's fine. It's just like a longer than average episode. Um, which I mean, which yeah, I think is all anybody wanted out of it. Like I don't know. Um, I just wanted more Down Abbey, so. <laughs> Gave me like, more. I don't care Abby. what it's about. I'll um, take it. <laughs> Um, no, I've never done it. It'll ha- I'll have to check it off the list. Did you um, Did you know there's a new series from the guy who wrote Downton Abbey coming? And it's kind of set about the same era. Let me just. Oh, isn't it? No, isn't it set like a hundred years before? Or well, something? it's the same. Oh, they're, they're in costumes, Nick. It's in oh, the <laughs> past. Okay. <laughs> of course, yes. yes so right, okay. I'm I'm guessing if you like, it's got Alice Eve in it. Uh, I think one of the the Glenisters. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh. Uh, I'd love to see that as the advert of like it's the same bit in costume. I haven't heard of this. I want to. I'm looking it up right now. I read a review in the Metro on the way to work this morning, but I cannot remember what it's called um, for the life of me. I think. I think from what I understand, it's like a lower class family um, end up Belgravia sort of as rich as yeah. that's the one. Yeah, there you Boom. go. Get your get your teeth into that. I, yeah. I mean, they are wearing costumes, aren't they? 100%. And it is a period You're piece. Right. They had Audrey. At, they had Audrey at Downton. That was that was the seller. Um, From the writer of Downton Abbey comes Belgravia, starring. You know what? In all seriousness, the cast isn't that bad either. That's what I thought. That's... Um, they've got what's his chops from um, Life on yeah. Mars. Glenister, Glenister, who's great. Um, uh, Audrey, have you ever watched Leslie, Life, Life on Mars, the English version? Not yeah, the you know, remake. I've watched like an episode of it and it was one of those shows that I meant to watch more of and that I just didn't. Um, there was nothing the first, about the first it that put me off, I just great. didn't finish it. 
ah, the first two seasons are really good, and then it gets, you know, weird. But um, Audrey, yes. question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Nick from the panel. Um, have you got BritBox over there? Yes, yet? it's on Amazon. I don't have it, but it is available. Because <sighs> I'm just checking, right? So, because now, because obviously you are in isolation, I'm like Dave. What what classic English show could we suggest? What, what's on there? I don't know. Hold on, I'm just looking. Hold I on. think the Far Show's on there. Watch the Far Show. I oh, know. I'm trying to see. Like Audrey, have you ever heard? Of <laughs> yes, Coronation of course. I've heard so of Coronation good. Street. Come on. <laughs> that get cracking, get stuck in. Uh, if it's if it even if it's not on there, because I just love to see like an American's reaction to Coronation Street. Or in fact, no, Dave. Out of the the sort of the big three. Emmerdale, EastEnders, or Coronation Street. What do you think is the best representation of like prime time soap television over here? I would. Well, I think Emmerdale will blow her mind the most. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick, uh, but the one that relates mostly to me is EastEnders because you know that's. I'd love. You know what, Audrey? Could you, if you just consider okay. it? Just okay. throw it at, like the top dogs at Jump Cut to do like. A review episode by episode review of, of EastEnders. No, I, um, no, do do one episode. Like, like thirty do, years of television. Straight up. Yeah, but hey, just pick one look, episode. You're either each. dedicated or you're not. All right. Then um, I am not, sir. <laughs> have you watched Hollyoaks? No, see, like Hollyoaks I don't watch better. a lot of the. I mean, I guess I do, but I haven't watched like more of the soap operas things that I watch from the UK. Like I watch the Young Ones. I watch. Um, oh, good! Great good, shout! Good shout straight. Father Ted. Yeah, I've seen Father Ted. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've watched a lot of it. Father Ted's um, a banger. Oh, Alan Partridge, definitely have watched. Yes. Oh yes. Um, uh-huh. Jurassic Park. I watch Park. a lot of. I, um, I watch a lot of English TV. Just um, I haven't watched a lot of the like soaps. I guess. What's your What's like your favorite like UK besides Downton? What would like next on your list? Oh man. I like it's hard for me to think of all the shows that I've seen. Um, that's like <laughs> I love how, I love the how uh, we're just interviewing Audrey now. I mean, like, what I do you get think? it. I'm an interesting person. <laughs> do you, have you ever had a quaver? Um, um, I mean, like a lot of the shows that I like are stuff that's here too. So, um, like I like Doctor Who, although I haven't watched the past like three or four seasons. Um, I like mm-hmm. I love Fleabag, obviously, because who doesn't? Um, I have actually watched like I've got a mate. I've got a mate who's refused to watch Fleabag because everyone else well, told her to dumb. watch it. So <laughs> I know, right? It's just I very contrary. I I actually do like Call the Midwife. I've watched a lot of Call the Midwife. Um, I, but yeah, that's very much it. the way this is going. I thought. That's very much your thing, isn't it? Yeah. There again, there's costumes and there's a period drama in it, and yeah. Um. So, like, thank you for listening. This was a good episode. See the hunt if you want to, but not in theaters because that's dangerous to do right now. Um. We should do a, a shout out to our our Patreon uh subscribers who are in the highest tier of only got subscribes, who are Zoe Baines, Daryl Griffiths. Hugh Adamson, Chris Wilson, Orla Smith, and Peter Hodgkins. We love you all. Thank you so much for your support. Um, and yeah, like, rate, review. Give us those five stars. We love it. Um, yeah, stay safe out there, guys. Uh, and we will we will catch you next time.